0: Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. Should you sell your home today or wait and put it on the market later? And what's happening with millennial homebuyers? They say they're not buying homes. They are. But there are some specific reasons why they are challenged, why they are concerned, why they are confused in buying homes. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer, where we help listeners. Go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry, typical with life's biggest investments. We want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas. We love for you to do that. You can also request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight coming up in the fourth segment of the show. And we want you to subscribe to our podcast. We want everybody. If you're in Metro Atlanta, if you're outside of Metro Atlanta, and we have a lot of listeners outside of Metro Atlanta as well. We want you to subscribe to our podcast. Go to gogaddisradio.com. G O G A D D I S radio.com. Click on podcast and you can subscribe to a podcast on to our podcast on any major podcasting platform. What's the number one reason to sell your house today? I should ask, also, what's the number one reason that holds people back from selling their home? In fact, you know what? That's not a, a question that came in from a listener, but I'd say we address both of those in that segment. What's the one number one reason that's holding people back from putting their home on the market and moving forward with their plans in life? And that's because they don't know what step two looks like. They don't know where they're going to find their home and what the price will be. And if you will humor me, I want you to... Uh, consider the fact that if you have a home to sell and you want to sell a home and you're afraid to move forward because you don't know what step two is, I would like to suggest that you're worrying about something you do not need to worry about. Now, I'm not saying you don't really need to worry about find where you're going to find the home that you're going to live in because you do need to worry about that. But what you need to worry about is whether or not, or be concerned with, is whether or not you have the amount of time you need to find that home. And today, and today only, it's never been this way before, sellers are in control of the entire negotiating process. So if, and just ask yourself this, if as a home seller I am in charge of the negotiation, meaning I get to drive more of the final negotiated terms with the buyer than the buyer does, in fact, you might get to drive all of them, then why would I be worried about being put in a position to do something that I don't want to do? When you think about it, it doesn't really make much sense. So the reality is you could, as a home seller today, put your home on the market. You could find a buyer for your home, and you could put it under contract contingent upon you finding your home. Meaning, I'll sell it to you, Mr. or Mrs. Buyer, as long as I find the home that is right for me, and I can put it under contract within the next X number of months. You can have extended closings, closing in three or six months. You can also have possession of your home, so you stay in your home a month or two after closing. Buyers are desperate because there's not enough inventory. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, but buyers are desperate, and they'll agree to almost anything provided they can get the financing or they've got the funds to put the deal together. So the reason you should put your home on the market going to the original Topic is buyer demand far exceeds housing supply. Purchaser demand is very strong right now. The National Association of Realtors released their latest existing home sales report, which reveals that sales surged in January of this year. Existing home sales rose to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.5 million. 6.5 million, an increase of 6.7% from the prior month with sales up in all regions. Sales are up everywhere in the United States. Because purchase demand is so high, the market is running out of available homes for sale. The current month's supply of homes at the end of January had fallen to 1.6 months, which means it will take about six weeks to sell all of the homes that are currently listed if no other new homes come on the market. Realtor.com released their inventory data for January and inventory levels for January over the last six years. Let me talk about that for just a second. The real problem is carryover inventory from the previous month. So what's causing all of our problems – What's excuse me, it's not causing problems for sellers. It's just calling, causing problems for buyers is that 79%, I believe, of homes that are listed – are not still listed 30 days later. So they go under contract or go into escrow, depending upon where you are in the country, within a 30-day period. So listen to this. In 2019, January over January, there were 414,000 new listings in the United States in that month, but there were 786,000 listings carried over that were listed in December that rolled over into January because they were yet under contract. Now, listen to the stark difference in the numbers in January of 2022. January of 2022, 326,000 new listings, which means listings were down 90,000 over January of 2019. And I'm just using January of 2019 as an example. But here's the kicker instead of there being 786,000 listings carried over from January, like January of 2019, from December. In January of 22, there was 83,000. That's about 12%. So that means that the carryover listings dropped 88% from 2019 to 2022. So that is the problem. The problem is it's not that we don't have enough inventory because sales in most major metro areas went up significantly, the number of unit sales last year. So there are more inventory. There is more inventory on the market. There are just simply not enough homes. For home buyers that are trying to buy. So what does all this mean for a seller? Anyone thinking of putting their home on the market really shouldn't wait. A seller will always be able to negotiate the best deal when demand is high and supply is limited, which is exactly the situation we're in today. Later this year, inventory we expect will start to increase as many homeowners are waiting to put their home on the market in the spring and early summer. Also, newly built homes will become competition for your house if you're not careful, so don't wait for that increase in competition in your area. If you want to sell in 2022 and are ready to start the process, today is the day to list your home. How do you get started? Well, just call us, 770-497-0000. No obligation. We'll let you know all your options so you can move forward and you can feel like you're in control of the process. You can also go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Are you a millennial wanting to enjoy the benefits of homeownership but finding it expensive, difficult, or maybe even a threat to your well-being? Are you feeling deflated because homeownership seems out of reach? We've got a listener question from Anne Marie in Duluth. My three kids are considered millennials and have done well in their careers and in purchasing their homes before the pandemic. It seems like the housing market is the most competitive it has ever been, and I wonder if many in this generation will be able to take advantage of homeownership without taking some risks. The truth about millennials. This is from RIS Media. There are over 70 million millennials in the country born between 1981 and 1986. They are at a prime age for taking advantage of the housing market, but even though they are, they aren't. They aren't at the same percentages as prior generations. The reasons? Number one, housing costs have climbed higher and higher over the past few decades. Housing prices have increased 29% since 2000, but real incomes are only up about 1%. Number two, student loan debt is a problem. Millennials are much better educated than their parents and grandparents. These young adults have been obtaining bachelor's degrees at a higher and increasing rates, and the cost of education is staggering. I think the average... Graduate in the state of Georgia had school debt, college debt, of somewhere around thirty-five thousand dollars. That was a couple of years ago. Millennials are starting families later; they're marrying and having children later in life, if at all. And many families depend on both parents' incomes to stay afloat. The 2021 housing market was the most lucrative and competitive ever recorded in U.S. history. First-time millennial homebuyers entered this explosive market, easier to, uh, eager to own homes and to raise family. However, To afford home ownership in a competitive market, millennials are willing to take risks, including buying a home site unseen. 90% of them say they would do that. Purchasing a fixer-upper that needs major repairs, 82% say they'll do that. And offering above asking price, 80% say they would do that. But once they do that, one in four regret it. Millennials responded to the market by increasing their budgets, with 46% expecting to max out completely. About a quarter of millennials who already own a home suggested their mortgage is too high. That's a shame. Here's some additional findings from a survey done by RS Media. 90% of millennials would buy a house sight unseen, a 10% increase from 2021. Nearly half of millennials expect to max out their budgets when buying a home. Man, I hope they can make more money and figure out how to make it work. 82% of millennials have more than $10,000 in savings, a 25% increase from last year, but one-third plan to put down less than 20% on their home. As millennials spend less time at home, they want smaller homes. 1,700 square feet is what they want on average compared to 2,400 square feet a year ago. More than half of all millennials feel stressed or anxious about homeownership with more than 40% fearing a potential housing market crash. I will tell you, those who are fearing a housing market crash, I don't think that fear is warranted because as long as supply significantly lags demand, meaning as long as there is more demand than there is supply, housing values will continue to run in the right direction. Nearly one-third of millennials plan to live in their home for less than five years. So the takeaways are millennials have to approach home buying differently than their parents. They're much more likely than boomers to purchase a fixer-upper or use technology to buy homes sight unseen. But with millennials already burdened by so much debt, making these risky decisions, can often lead to financial regret. I have owned three principal residences in my life, and the reality is I have enjoyed every single one of them. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next six months, we believe we can sell it for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. It's not magic. It's not voodoo. We just do things differently than other people. You can find out more by going to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on $28,000 more. Put in a little information. I'll get back to you myself. We've got to take a quick break when we come back in our Neighborhood Spotlight segment, Fieldstone Preserve in coming. And is using a real estate agent really necessary in today's market? Some people think not. Let's discuss when we come back. Stick with us. We'll be back.